Amen. So with that being said, I turn to your attention to the book of Ecclesiastes. Amen. Ecclesiastes chapter number 3. And I'm going to read one verse of scripture. Amen. Ecclesiastes chapter number 3 and verse number 1. The wise writer makes the statement, to everything there is a season. Amen. There's a season for everything and a time to every purpose under the heaven. I want to read that again. To everything there is a season. Somebody shout season. And a time. Would you shout time? There is a season and a time to every purpose under the heaven. I want to preach today with the help of the Holy Ghost about the significance of a moment. Amen. The significance of a moment. I believe in this service. Amen. It holds somebody's moment today. Amen. If you believe that, I wish you would lift a hand and lift your voice and lift your faith. Amen. And I want you to open your heart and mind and your spirit. God, whatever you have for me today, I believe this could be a life-changing moment in my life. I believe, God, that you can hear, respond. You can do something great and miraculous and powerful in my life today, oh God. Lord Jesus, we believe it. We expect it, oh God. And Lord, as your spirit moves to this congregation, as the spirit of God moves, Lord, I'm asking that you would help us to move with the spirit, to respond to you, that your will can be accomplished. Let us not be an obstacle that you have to work around, but an instrument you can work through, that your will can be done in this house today. Would you clap your hands under the Lord and give him praise right now. Amen. God bless you. You can be seated. Scientists and, and physicists have come to the agreement or come to the conclusion that time is a very difficult property to understand and comprehend. We use such terms as seconds and minutes and hours and days, but they cannot precisely explain time. Webster simply summed it up with this statement or definition that time is just a period, a measurable period, in which an action or condition exists or continues. Someone said... Uh, kind of controversial, uh, so whisper a prayer for me. Someone said time's a great healer, but it's a lousy beautician. And I'm going to move right on right now. Time is a dressing room that prepares us for eternity. It's been said that time is free, but it's priceless. You cannot own it, but you can use it. You can't keep it, but you can spend it. And once you've lost it, you can never, ever get it back. It's a cruel teacher because first time gives us the, uh, the test, and then it teaches us the lesson. Time is more valuable than money. We can work a little harder and add a little more money to 
to our account, but we can't add one second to an hour, amen, one day to our life. And most of us here today could summarize our lives around five or six moments. Moments that if we had chosen differently, it would have altered the course of our life in a very radical, radical way. Time is much like holding a handful of sand. The faster you grasp it, amen, the the tighter you grasp it, the faster it runs through your fingers. Our lives are enveloped in this thing that we call time. We have daytime and nighttime and time zones. We're told to manage, use our time wisely. Do not waste time. Do not kill time. We all go through good times and bad times. The writer of Ecclesiastes said there is a to everything there is a season and there is a time to every purpose under the heaven. If you read the following verses, it tells us there's a time to be born, a time to die, a time to heal, a time to kill, to break down and to build up, a time to weep, a time to laugh, to mourn, to dance, to cast away stones, amen, or to gather them, to embrace or to refrain from embracing, a time to get and a time to lose. But in this passage of scripture, I never find where there ever is a time to give up. There's never a time to throw in the towel. There's never a time to quit. There's never a time to say it's hopeless, it's useless, because if you will hold on, if you'll give it a little time, it will turn around. Amen. God will turn it around. God will make the best of times out of the worst of times. Because he does all things well and all things work together for good to them that love him. Uh, This is elementary, but for the sake of making a point, I'm going to refresh our memory that dispensations are periods of time in which God deals with man in a certain manner. A century has a hundred years. A decade is a span of ten years. A year made up of twelve months. A month can be anywhere from 28 to 31 days. A day measured by 24 hours. An hour is comprised of 60 minutes. A minute is marked by the passing of 60 seconds but a second can only be defined as an instant or a moment and people live their lives hoping that there would be this one moment that dreams come true and goals are accomplished. A bride to be spends every moment preparing for that wedding celebration. NASA begins its countdown to the millisecond for its next mission and even though a moment, a second seems so small. It seems so unimportant, so inconsequential. Every single moment of your life has an irreplaceable value. Every moment in His presence is valuable. Amen. For that reason, every moment is significant because everything in your life could change in just one moment. I said everything in your life could change in one moment. The Bible is full of stories in which uh, there were defining moments. uh, Moments where one second made a huge difference. uh, Where one moment made a defining difference uh, in someone's life. Matthew 8, 3, Jesus put forth his hand uh, and immediately their leper was cleansed. Uh, Matthew 14, immediately Jesus caught him. Matthew 
Matthew 20, immediately they begin to see. Mark 1, immediately the fever left her. Don't tell me. One moment didn't make a difference. Immediately he walked. Luke 13, immediately she's made straight. Acts 16, suddenly there was an earthquake. Immediately doors were open. Acts 2, suddenly there was a sound from heaven. 1 Corinthians 15, in a moment in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trump, the trumpet shall sound. The dead shall be raised and we shall be changed in that one moment. But i got a feeling we don't have to wait till that moment to see something change. I believe in this house today there is a defining moment tucked away in this service. A moment that God has ordained to change you, to change your situation, and to change your life. I feel it in this house right now. Anybody ready? Anybody in this house ready? Anybody saying, I need a moment of change. I need to meet God in such a way. I need God to give me an instant answer, an immediate answer, an immediate response. I feel Holy Ghost in this building. I believe he's walked into this house to do it for you today. Come on, let's worship him. I feel the Holy Ghost in this house. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. I don't know what's happened up in your life up to this moment. But get ready. God's getting ready to do something mighty in you and powerful and life-changing in you today. What I'm trying to say is however usual, however normal, however mundane a moment might appear, the miraculous is waiting to be unwrapped. The miraculous is waiting to unfold and it'll happen in just a moment. So do do be careful and do not overlook the nudging of the spirit that you feel in the service. It could be your moment. Amen. Do not just say, well, that was just coincidence that I felt that. No, the urge that you felt to lift your hand. Amen. That tug that you felt. Amen. To walk to the altar and to worship could be the moment you've been praying for and seeking for and looking for. I challenge you, be careful. Be sensitive because there is a moment waiting for you today. I feel it strongly in the Holy Ghost. In the name of Jesus, let's pray one more time. Somebody lift your voice and pray. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. The next few moments are waiting to give birth to new light to somebody. Hallelujah. The Bible records in John chapter 5 a man that had been lame for 38 years. Amen. He had been waiting, amen, to get into the water to be healed. And the scripture said that an angel went down at a certain season, would trouble the water. Whoever was the first in the pool was made whole of their disease, of their affliction. And Jesus found this man by the pool waiting to get in. And the Lord asked him, will you be made?
made whole. Would you like to be made whole? But he says, I don't have anybody to help me. I'm crippled. And while I'm trying to get in the pool, there's always somebody moving faster. And they get in before I do. And they get their healing. But Jesus said, sir, take up your bed and walk. And with no angel showing up, no wave in the water, the scripture said immediately he took up his bed and began to walk. One moment made a defining difference. He lived for the moment to be healed. But when he could not move fast enough, when time held him captive, what he could not do in 38 years, Jesus did in one moment. Because God's not restricted by your count do not dictate God's capability by your calendar he's ready to do it now think about everything God had to do to get you to this moment you're not here by accident you're not here by happenstance you are here in the will of God you're here in the purpose of God he's brought you to this service to do something mighty in you today Hallelujah. What if you knew in the next few moments there was, there was going to be a moment that you would meet God in such a way that nothing would ever be the same again. Hallelujah. Amen. How would you respond to it? Would you gonna, were you going to be like the man in the pool that says, well, I've been to church here for 38 years. Been coming for 38 weeks, 38 days. Haven't seen it yet. Or would you say, this is my day. Oh, God. This is my service. I'm leaving the bed, mat. I'm leaving the pool. I'm getting up from here. And my life is never going to be the same again. Because when he touches me today, and when I touch him today, and when I respond in faith today, something miraculous is going to happen in my life. And I'll take it one step further. I asked this morning, I'll ask it again. If you knew in the next few moments of this service that God was going to heal your body, if you knew in the next few moments God was going to answer your prayer and turn that situation around and fill you with the Holy Ghost and wash you clean, of your past and move your mountain and give you a victory how would you worship him right now how would you praise him what kind of act of faith would you do would you let somebody else dictate your response or would you say no get out of my way this is my moment if I've got to climb over a seat and get the aisle I refuse to miss the miracle in this moment hallelujah how would you respond I believe he's doing it for somebody right now Somebody said, that's crazy. No. How would you worship if God just healed you? How would you worship if God just filled you with the Holy Ghost? How would you worship if your family just got a miracle? Then do it in faith. And watch what God will do for you right now.